This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Praise the Lord. I'd like to say thank you to my father, Pastor Shola, for this awesome privilege to share God's Word with you. I do not take it for granted at all. I'd like to say thank you to my mama, Pastor Abigail. God bless you, ma. Thank you so much. Let's look at the word of God, and then we will be seated. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. It's a verse of scripture that we know all too well. Let's take it together. What does it say? And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Let's take it again. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, so that you, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound unto every good work. Verse 8, one more time. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, unto every good work. Hallelujah. Before you sit down, turn to someone and tell them, uh, all grace, all sufficiency, all things. Can you act a little grammar for them? Say, God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that you having all sufficiency abound unto every good work. You may please be seated. God bless you. God is able to make all grace. It's one, it's one of the words that has been misunderstood over time and especially in our generation to the point where there became a genre of doctrine that is called hyper grace. You know, in which people began to, as I was discussing with my brother <laughs> before the service, began to, you know, postulate all kinds of things. You know, and what we were sharing before service, and he told me that, you know, I, I didn't want to talk to you before the service because I know that if I start talking to you, you might say it in the message. <laughs> all right? We're talking about the concept of predestination and free will. If God knows what is going to happen, why, then how can man choose? If God knows what I'm going to do, where I'm going to, what I'm going to say, whether I'm going to be a Christian or not. So, is there, really, is, it, is, is there really a place for, you know, for man to choose and say, you know, or if man is going to choose, then how can God be sovereign? I've learned, I was sharing with him, I've learned that man is very shallow. God is deep. You know, man is shallow by choice. Man is shallow because man thinks that the, 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 the crest of humanity is the intellect or the brain. Unfortunately, the crest of humanity is not the brain. There is, a, there, is, there, is, there is something that is, that is in man that is called the candle of the Lord. The Bible says that the, that thing is the, you know, that the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding through that faculty. It's, I believe it's Job 32 verse 8. It says there's a spirit in man and the spirit does not learn. The spirit knows. Hallelujah. 
The Spirit does not learn mathematics and English. The Spirit was made, is the part of it that was made in the image and in the likeness of God. And so as God is, that's how your spirit man is. That means that if God was, was to enter into this room, your mind may be sleeping, your body may be sleeping, your mind may be distracted, but your spirit will pick it. Hallelujah. And if Jesus were to sit down, enter a room and sit down, and everyone is sitting down, if we were to stand up, your spirit will stand up, even though your body is sitting. Your spirit is the God-conscious part of you. Hallelujah. And you cannot apprehend God. Bible says that God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. That's why the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. Oh, Pastor Joshua shared with us last week Wednesday. I was, I, I, I was transfixed upon my seat. I was like, wow, what a word. He talked about the spiritual man, the natural man, the carnal man. Do you remember? The natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. Neither can he know them. The Bible says that there's a faculty of spiritual discernment that he lacks. But he that is spiritual judges all things, and he himself is judged of no man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So man is shallow. You know, because everything about God is not just predestination and free will. How did hypergrace come into being? Hypergrace came into being because people want to take one, one side of God. They see one side of God, and they don't want to enter into the mystery of God. Everything about God is mysterious. The day you understand God, you, you have failed. Your brain has failed. Your education has failed. God cannot be understood. If a cockroach cannot understand a man, if a computer cannot understand Bill Gates, man cannot understand God. God was not made to be understood or to be studied. You can't even study the word of God. The word studies you. It's like the sun that rises upon you. It shines upon your life. It's the descender of the thoughts and intents of your heart. It's the one that shows you what your life is. You can't study the word. It will study you. When you stand before the word, what will tell you that, hey, no, 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 that thought is not, is not, that's not the thought I put inside you. Change, upgrade your thoughts. So you're going to be like that. They're going to sack me today. They're going to sack me. As you open the word of God, just like, uh, I am the lifeblood of this place. Everything I say comes to pass in this office. So in, on the outside, it's as if the boss can sack you. But in the inside information says you are the one that has the power to sack the boss. You can make a decree and change the destiny of that company. It's only the word that can show you that. I've seen many men, you know, these of many men that have come from nothing and have become something mighty. When you check their background, there was nothing in that sense there. They did not come from power. They did not come from royalty. They did not, at the age of 15, they didn't, they didn't even have slippers. But they entered into the word of God and all of a sudden they became giants. Hallelujah. Whether it is Trinity, how can God be one and three at the same time? That's how it is. Is God, is God three gods? No, he's one God. Oh, so the three of them, so I don't understand. Is it partly three? No, no, no. There are three distinct. The father is not the son. The son is not the spirit. The spirit is not the father. Yet the three of them is God. How can God be judgment and love at the same time? That's how he is. So there was a time that the people of, the, of God's judgment took that and they began to say things like, you know, God does not smile. You know, even in Yoruba, they will say it, you know, alone will king, something like that. God does not laugh. If you laugh in church like this, they'll be like, hey, you are backsliding. There was nothing funny. Pastor shared this with us. You know, they even stop, people even stop, you know, a, 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 a sign of Christianity is when you, are, when you have a strong body odor. That's why you know that the, the you see, uh, uh, that, you know, thanks be unto God that makes us the, the savor of, of his knowledge by us in every place, you know. <laughs> It was a sin for you to spray. You may not have known this kind of Christianity, but some people are still like that. Looking fine is a problem. When I, when I, when I wanted to do this double, I said, Lord, 
Anything that just, it just looks sharp, you know, your trouser is too tight, you know, uh, your, 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 your clothes are fitted, you have, your brother, are you sure you are still in the faith? Nothing funny. You know, I don't know if you can survive. You know, they, they had their wonderful parts. Those were the people that know, that sang, this world is not my home. I'm just about. They could suffer. Poverty was Christianity. One of the signs of poverty, of Christianity, that you are deep in the Lord, is that you are poor. Money was a temptation. Money was a vice. You know, they changed the scripture to be money is the root of all evil, but the Bible does not say so. The love of anything apart from God is evil. Yes. I just want to marry. Jesus must not come until I marry. That is evil. You are, you are munching gladly out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You better calm down. That's how terrible it was. So when the truth began to be restored to the balance, and that no, God is not just judgment, God is love. They now carry to the other side. God is love. My dear day, my dear day. That's, how, that's the other version of the song. God is love. God does not kill. The Holy Spirit does not correct you of sin. Have you not heard these kind of things before? If you, if you do something wrong and you feel bad, that is, that, that, that's condemnation. That's Satan. That's not God. Really? <laughs> Ananas and Sapphira died of COVID. God did, God did not kill them. They died of heart attack. Sapphira had a stroke. He was Peter that killed them. You've not heard all these powerful doctrines before? Man is very shallow. Anyone that wants to walk in the grace of God, that wants to walk with God, must get ready to be lost. You are going to lose control. Even your doctrine, you, you, once you are in control, God is not in control. You didn't hear what I said. Tell your neighbor, once you are in control. Once you are in charge. It's not grace. It cannot be grace. If you collect your salary and it is what you want to use it to do, say they are giving. You say, ah, <laughs> the, the calculus I used to, the differential equation I used to arrive at how much I'm going to settle at 14,323 naira is going into my tithe and the 14. You can never under, you can you cannot operate like that and know what is called the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. It's not possible. Once you are in control, I am the head of this house. Everybody in this house do what I say. Okay. The Holy Ghost does like the Holy Ghost starts singing that song for you. You know, husband oh, carry me. Anyway, see, it's why you tell me I will stay in this that's where I will stay. One of the secrets of, ah, I don't know why I'm saying this so, because I'm not the head of any home. One of the secrets of seeing the authority of God in your house is being a man under authority. Yes, sir. It's one of the ways in which a godly woman will look at you, a husband, and say, you know, the man will say something that she does not believe in, but she will say yes, sir. Because she has seen that he's a man under authority, therefore he can say to this one, go, and he goes. Come, and he comes. If you want to control your life, that's one of, the, one of the things I don't understand. Did Jesus take the wheel? Who was in the driver's seat before? Oh, so you were driving. Why are you not going to and say, Lord Jesus, take the wheel, take the wheel? It's not a good prayer. It's not a good song. <laughs> give, give the car back to him. The passenger seat belongs to you. The wheel was never yours. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. The Lord is not my sheep. The Lord is not my partner. It's not my play. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You see, ah, it's, it's when you begin to meditate upon scriptures that so, what has escaped you will come to you. I shall not want is very, very catchy. But the first four words are one of the most difficult things in the Bible. When you wake up and the Lord is the one that tells you what your life is going to be about. Have you, have you gone to pray before and, the, and you said, Lord, within five years, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to jackpot, and you just hear a holy laughter in the spirit. <laughs> have you finished? <laughs> and the truth of the matter is that what you have planned for yourself can never be, it can never be as beautiful, as gracious, as glorious, as satisfying as what your heavenly father has planned for you. People are so afraid of the will of God because of those days. Because just that the will of God means that God will send you to, like Hosea, to go and marry someone that you don't like, that is not fine, you know, that you can't even touch, you can't even look at the, his face, you know. It's just, it's just because, you know, the guy is praying. So, don't be put on that stupid, you know, because someone can pray in tongues for three hours does not make them a husband. Family has, is not the same thing as prophetic ministry. If you want to do prophetic ministry, go into prophetic ministry. If you want to get married, look for a husband. The guy may be joining one the technical stand he's more of a husband than the person that is preaching to you i don't mean the person that is preaching okay. <laughs> it's the truth pastor has taught us this many times i just love the way she sings as if when she wakes up in the morning she'll be singing to you you know Everywhere I go. <laughs> that's when you will now see that. That's when you now see. <laughs> that's when you will now see that singing is not the same thing as good sense, as the fear of God. Anybody can sing. It's called the anointing upon. The anointing upon does not sustain anything. It's for ministry. It's the fruit of the spirit, the anointing within. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what you should look out for. I've seen it on both sides several times. When you see the guy, when you see the when you see the guy that a, our holy sister of the Lord is dating, she left all the holy brothers in the church, all the powerful men of God that that, that kabash in tongues, and she's just dating one, one gentleman by the corner there. The guy does not, does not even do membership class. And you're wondering that what, what happened? She saw she can see Jesus in him. She can see Jesus on you, but when she looked in you. She still saw you. <laughs> but when she looks in him, she didn't see Jesus on him. Oh. But because the two shall become one, they shall be one. Shall, she's going to be living in him and him in her. He's the one in, that in he, her guy. That's the one she's interested in, not the one that is on. And the other way around, so sometimes, these are some, some, some anointed men of God. When you see the wife, the wife is not even into ministry. She's not, she's not even, she's not, have you seen, I don't want to mention names. But there's one powerful minister of the gospel that's come to this place many times. One time, I think, was, I don't think his wife has ever been here. First time I saw her, I was like, wow. I said, so all the women that have attended portals, you did not see them. Is this one that you saw? She gives him peace of mind, though. Eh? She gives him, you give him, 
tongues and interpretation. She gives him peace of mind. When he wants interpretation of tongues, he will come to he will give you a call. But the one living in his house is different. Hallelujah. Ha oh, God. Sorry, how did I get to <laughs> how did I get to that place? Ha oh, God, help me. You. I need to take my because there's something I want to that I want to share something with us this evening about the grace of God. Maybe I should just get there. Does anybody know how I got to this story about <laughs> you are just enjoying the message? Okay, all right. <laughs> it says that God, I, I was talking about control. You cannot be in control of your life. This is, 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 something, that, that, is something that I want to, you know, by the grace of God, I want to share later with the people of God. You know, it's something I call the demolition man. There are certain things that cannot, you, can, you, you, you will struggle with. I still saw a, 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 an, a, a, one of the excerpts in one, one of pastor's messages that every one of us is blessed. But there are ways by which the blessing is activated. God can stay, grace can sit down with you like this for 40 years. And it can remain in that dormant state until you fulfill his, his, his conditions and terms. Pastor said that there are three ways to activate the blessing. He said one of them is by impartation. Second one, uh, students of, uh, uh, children of the house. Second one is um, by giving. And the third one is, ah, I, I still read it today. To activate the blessing, you can activate the grace of God. The Ark of the Covenant. Have you read that story before? The Israelites and the, that's why sometimes I don't, be, I don't like saying that the shouting side is the winning side. The shouting side, they can shout, you can, uh, they can shout sometimes and they'll still, have you watched Tucker before? They can shout, hey, goal! And they will still lose the match. It happened in the Bible, in the days of Eli, the prophet. The amazing thing was that they were fighting the Philistines. And the Bible says that they, the battle was tough and so on and so forth. So they went, someone had the idea, the novel idea to go and bring the ark of God to the battleground. And when the ark of God was brought to the battleground, the Bible says that there was a great shout. They shouted! They beat the Philistines beat the Israelites. They, they finished them that day. You know what? They captured the Ark of the Covenant. Look at it. First of all, look, let's, let's read it together. Look at what it says. It says, And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, what happened? <coughs> so that's what? The earth was vibrating. Verse 6. When the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, Ah! That the Lord, the Ark of the Lord was coming to the camp. Verse 7. They said, We are finished. And they were afraid, for they said, God is coming to us, woe unto us, for there had not been anything like that, and so on and so forth. Who is going to deliver us from, they, they said lamenting, look at verse 9, you will be shocked. He said, be strong. Verse 10, and the Philistines fought, and what happened? As in, what do they call that thing? As in, they, they beat them, and they fled every man to his tent, and there was a very great slaughter. After all the shouting, do you know what happened? They captured the ark. This was, what, this was what killed Eli. Eli had, he fell down, broke his back and died. This is, what, this is when Ichabod was born. All right? You know, they took the ark to the, to the, to the, to Ekron, to Gath. The Philistines captured and took it to Gath. And they went and set it in front of their God called Dagon. When they woke up the following morning, their God had fallen. 
It means that the power of God and the presence of God was in that ark. But they, they were defeated. They said, ah, this thing is made up of solid gold or something. No, How did it fall? They stood it up again. By the following day, it had fallen again and the hands and the legs had been... Had, that's how plague began to break out in that place. They took it to the next city called Ekron. When they took it there, after some time, plagues began to... to plague, disease broke out. They took it to the third city. Those ones said, ah! He said, lie, yo. Don't bring it. They send it back to... That means the power of God was upon that ark. Yet they were defeated. I am telling you that there are certain rules of engagement. This is what we, this is what we look for when we study the word of God. This is why it's important to study the word of God and listen to teachings. Because there are certain things that you have, they're your inheritance, but you cannot walk in them if you don't fulfill the terms of engagement. There is a place in 1 Corinthians 6, 2 Corinthians 6 that says, you know, come out of them and be separate and I will receive you. The day I saw it, I was like, eh? So, all of us are children of God. He's our father. If they say, say the Lord's prayer, say our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. He's, he, sorry, ask your neighbor, is God your father? Are you his child? Your, I can't hear you. I want you to ask like someone that is alive and well. Ask your neighbor, is God your father? Are you his child? Ask them, are you, are you adopted? What do your neighbors say? No, I want to, I want to, no, I, I, I'm, it's a real question. Ask your neighbor, are, are you adopted or were you born? Is God your father by birth or by adoption? <laughs> it's a trick question because it's by both. We're, we're begotten again and God has adopted us. But the word adoption there in the Hebrew is not the same as human adoption. It's the time when the son has grown up to the place where the father co-opts him into the family business. You didn't hear what I said. At that saying, what the father says is that this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. It means all his business partners, if my son has spoken, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. That's what that adoption means. So as many, all those that were, are born of the spirit are sons of God. But it gets to a point where as many as are led by the spirit. That's another level of sonship. It's where you have been led. It's, that's what we're talking about now. You are going to lose control. You know what leading means? He said, lead me, be me, me, You don't know. Have you gone to a place without bother before? <laughs> bother means that the thing, the controls in your life are not there. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. <clears throat> What's that song? Okay, spirit lead me to... Where my, where my trust? Ah. We sing emotionally. And many times when we sing and pray, God does not answer us for our own good. <laughs> because if you should answer your prayer... Do you know what it means for your trust to be, to be without borders? It means that you trust God even if he leads you to death. Because the last border that was erased by Jesus is death. You didn't hear what I said. Jesus erased. That's why the Bible says that he, 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 he blotted out the handwriting against us. Jesus erased borders on your life. The last one is death. So it is everything that Jesus has erased. You know, ah, I wish I had time. Because what Jesus did was that Jesus came, one of the things I want you to, to understand today is that Jesus did not come to change this world. This world has been condemned and it has been judged. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus came to set up a new world, a new, an entirely new order. It's called the, 
the age to come. That's what the Bible says that those have tasted of the powers of the age to come. So they are setting things in that age. They don't exist here. One of them is deathlessness. They don't die there. That's why when the Pharisees came and they asked us that, you know, they wanted to trap Jesus. They said a man died, he had a wife, you know, and, you know, because they believe in, in, in Jewish custom, if a man dies and he has no child, his brother will marry the wife to give baths for, for the dead brother. Do you understand that? So they're like, you know, a man died that he left his wife, he didn't have a child, the brother married, the other one married, uh, all of them childless, all of them died. In the resurrection, uh, who will be the, which of the seven brothers will be the woman's wife? Jesus Christ said, you do err. Because you don't know the scriptures nor the power of God. That in heaven, they shall be like the angels. They shall neither marry nor be given in marriage. Ah, God. So Jesus Christ brought some things into this realm and made us and, 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 and gave us a foretaste of it. That foretaste is what the Holy Spirit is. Bible calls him the guarantee of the purchased possession. It's, it's, a, it's called, so when you see something like healing, healing is a foretaste of eternal life. Because over there, you don't need healing because you are, there's no sickness. Here, there's sickness. So the way we are tasting of it is healing. Yes, you didn't get what I said. So when he came here, he erased all the, all the solid lines. He's just drawn with pencil now. So death is a pencil. It's a, it's a, it's a pencil mark on the floor. When a, when a person that does not know Christ gets to death, it's a real border for him. He's a brother. His life ends there. But when a believer gets to death, he just crosses over to another dimension. Because the powers of the age to come, he has tasted it. Ah, you know, I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying this evening. Praise the Lord. So, death is a border. When you are singing that song, you are saying that, lead me beside to the place where my cross is without borders, we are saying that, Lord, take me anywhere. I'm ready to go with you. <laughs> the next few days will determine if you were really singing that song or not. I don't sing, I don't sing songs anyhow. I've learned that there are revelations behind songs. And I've shared that over as, much, as many times as possible. When I, hear, when I hear songs that have things like O and A, I don't sing it, you know, but there's some good ones. I told them before that when you hear a song, that by the time they put tonic sulfur in it, they are, they're trying to cheat you in that sense. Unless you connect with the spirit behind that song. I was listening to Chris Delvin when he was talking, when he was talking about that's his chant. You know, what's that chant again? Ah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that chant? Yeah. He heard it from his mom. I don't know what, I, don't, I, I, I can't remember the story very well, but I, I, I think I still have it on my phone because he, he told the story. I think she went through a lot. I don't know whether I was at the hand of the family member, the father or something like that. And she said that she'll be sweeping. She'll be sweeping, you know. And because of what? The, the, and she'll be praying and sweeping and praying and sweeping. Because of all, all that she was going through, she'll be saying, ah. And then she'll start humming it. Ah. Then when she thinks about the way her life is again, she'll now go to, you know, oh, oh. Then the Lord will give her a song. You know, God will give her, you know, something that she can hold on. She'll say, hey, that's where the song came from. It's not just, you don't just sing it to feel deep. So, if you connect to that grace, when you are going through something, and you begin to sing, ah, 
the way God delivered her. That is what the Bible means by all grace. That's what the Bible means when it says that we are surrounded with so great a class of witnesses. There is a grace Abraham carried. There is a grace Ruth carried. There is a grace Nathan Abbasi carries. When these things are released, when we read scriptures, when we listen to their songs, when we read the Psalms. Hallelujah. Amen. Another one that I like to talk about is this one. Hey, hey my God is good. Though. I like saying that one because that one is very easy to understand. It's the, it's the positive one. Why you just go, hey, 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 that's not how the guy received the revelation of that song. It's not, it's not, that's not how he received it. He says, my God, everything, that double, double. What happened? That something happened to the guy. Like if someone should send you $5 billion now, what will happen? Hey, did you hear that? That's what happened. Something happened to him. It was like, hey, my God is good. Oh, hey. And I said, let's, let's make it a song. That's how we were, we were all cheated. So you don't even know. That's what happened. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Someone say God is able to make all grace abound towards me. I'm going to read this place and that will be all. The um, second, um, second Corinthians 8.9. 8.9. This is where I wanted to get to, but I believe my time is up. How do you begin to understand to how to fulfill the requirements of receiving the grace of God? How will you not be like the Israelites that shouted and they were defeated, even though the power of God was with them there? You must begin to understand the terms of engagement. And the first term of engagement I want to share with us this evening is that to, in order for God to be in control of your life, you need to give up control to God of your life. You need to say, Lord, that's where all those songs come from. I surrender all, you know, stuff like that. Lord, take the, whatever it is that they said, the wheel, the, the wheelbarrow, the tires. You know, the idea is that until God is in charge, he can't do anything. Tap someone quickly and tell them that, neighbor, friend, brother, sister, there's a reason why he's called the Lord. He's the master. He's not going to do anything from the, from the kitchen. He's not going to do anything from, if you give him a place in your life to stay, he will just be looking at you like that. His new, his new title, you see, the time has passed when you could tell the Lord, Lord, you know, when he was on the earth. He was Lord, but now all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto him. If he shows up in your life as any other thing, prepares and powers will not recognize it. So in your life, it can be something else. It can be your friend. That's all you know about Jesus. Just my friend. What a friend we have. It's not your Lord. It's friendship that you're going to be enjoying. Friendship. You'll be getting revelation. You know, God talks to me, but I'm still frustrated. You know, that's kind of like the friendship you'll be getting. Some people say, just my homeboy. He's my, just my boy, he's my boyfriend. He's my G. You'll be getting G stuff. You know, G stuff. You know, like, hey, G, my G spoke to me this morning. You know, you'll be dancing very well in church, but in life you'll be defeated. Because what life responds to is the Lord Jesus. How that God has highly exalted him and given him a name. I will another name. But at the mention of that name, every knee, they don't respond to the name of G. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying this evening. It's a secret. It's an open secret. The posture of victory is the posture of surrender. The posture of victory is the posture of a saint on his knees. When you kneel down before God, 
principalities and powers in the spirit, they can see you exalted and standing up. You didn't hear what I said. You may want to kneel down. I, I wanted to say something this evening about the way the kingdom is, the kingdom is subliminal, is antithetical, you know, and so on and so forth, but there's no time for that. You see, when you kneel down sometimes, and it's, it's good to do that, because you are thinking sequentially, but God it does not work sequentially. God does not have past, present, and future. God dwells outside of time. He's unsearchable. He's a mystery. So you can walk with God in time, but God has already finished everything that, that he has started. So when you want to pray, you can kneel down, and when you're not finished kneeling down, you stand up and you now begin to make declarations. That's powerful because you are in time. But in God, down at his feet is the highest place. You didn't hear what I said. Humility is not the way to greatness in Christ. Humility is greatness. Oh, God. So Jesus said, he that must be greatest must be the servant of all. Not that he that must be greatest must serve all first. Then he will be the greatest. No! As you are serving everybody, when people want to serve more than you, say, no, 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 no. Because the one that is serving the most is the greatest in the kingdom. So when you kneel down before God, that is a, it's a, it is a, it's a position of, of war and of battle. That's the highest place. I, I, you say, can you see now that you sang the song many times? You have sung the song many times. God help us with English. It's, you have sung the song, not that you have sung the song. Song. Say after me, you have sung the song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, is the, it is the past participle. So you don't say you have ate the food. You have, you have eaten the food. So it is you have drunk the water. Not that you have drank the water. You have drunk the water. You have just drunk the water. That's what that's what that's English. You have sung the song. Okay, S-U-N-G, S-O-N-G. When you go on your face like this, go and check it in, in school. Ezekiah did it. That is a you are you have entered in, you are you have be, you have gone from Calvary to air flight. You are flying in the spirit. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall show up. Surrender is a position of victory. Never think that because you are, you are giving control to God, you are, you, are, you, are, you are a loser. You can never be a loser. When you present your body a living sacrifice, the will of God will be proven in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor this evening, tell them, say, I, want, I love you. So I want to share God's word with you. I want to let you know that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. See, there's a difference between ability and availability. Say, God is able, but are you available? When you avail to God's ability, you will enjoy God's availability. Ask your neighbor, am I preaching good this evening? Am I preaching good? Am I preaching good? Say it again. When you avail your life to God's ability, God becomes available. Grace becomes available. Tell them, neighbor, it is not because God cannot do all. It is because God does not have all. Say, the moment you can give him all, you will discover that he's able to make all grace. One, 
abound towards you in all things. Two, so that you will have all sufficiency. Three, in all things. And you can abound unto every good work. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this evening? Surrender control to God. Give him charge of your life. Say, Lord, take and make of me what you will. There's a song that is coming to my, my mind. I want us to take the, the offering now. You know? But I don't know whether it's a well-known song. Ah, it's, it's at the back of my, of my heart, but it's not coming, you know, to the fore. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I will send Let's just take this one. But you are still the same. Please order my steps, Lord, and I'll praise your name. I just want to walk worthy. My calling to fulfill. Please order my steps, Lord, and I'll do your blessed will. The world is ever changing, but you are still the same. But you are still the same. Please order my steps. Lord, I'll praise your name. Let's one more time. I just want to walk worthy. Oh, my calling to fulfill. Please order my steps, Lord. And I'll do your blessed will. The world is ever changing. But you are still the same. Please order my steps. out loud say Lord Lord take my life everyone please say with me say Lord take my life and help me to walk with you I can't hear you say help me to walk with you replace my thoughts with your thoughts replace my plans with your plan can you say it out loud I can't hear you Say, whereas I used to think poor, help me to think rich. Whereas I used to think like the world, help me to think as one of God. Whereas I used to think defeat, help me to think victory. Whereas I used to think in a selfish way, 
Help me to think love. Help me to think giving. Help me to think blessing. Help me to think helping others. Whereas I used to think sad. Help me to think happy and joyful. Whereas I used to think small. Help me to think big. Whereas I used to think death. Help me to think life. Whereas I used to think limitation. Help me to think possibilities. Whereas I used to think just me. Help me to think Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.